0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Hardy Realty Show on Rome Business Radio. I'm Roger Maness and we broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune and our Hardy representative in this month's show is Michelle Reichert. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. How are you?
1: I'm great. And you?
0: I'm just hunky-dory, which I love saying. Um, And uh, have you bought or sold any houses today? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, we've worked on some, but nothing new yet yeah. as 11 a.m.
0: Yeah. the yes. Day's not over yet. Yeah. I know how you real estate still, yeah. people are, but still many hours in the day, we're burning daylight. Yeah. Uh, well, as always, thank you for being here and, and representing Hardy. And as uh, we tell our listeners, Hardy uses this platform to celebrate the great things going on in our community, uh, great organizations and fantastic people who, uh, help improve the quality of life in Roman Floyd County. So Michelle, would you do the honors of introducing our guests today, please?
1: Absolutely. So we have Lindsay Fisher with the YMCA. She's the Director of Anti-Hunger Initiatives.
0: Hello, Lindsay. Good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Uh, how, how do y'all know each other?
1: Hardy volunteered at the market, the food market. And so we kind of got connected with Lindsay, kept in touch. Um,
0: you guys are into everything at go. Hardy, aren't you?
1: We try to be diverse. <laughs>
0: um, well, Lindsay, um, here's what's interesting. You and I were chatting before the show. Everybody knows about the YMCA and we think summer camp. We think swim lessons. We think gym. I had no idea you guys did this. And uh, I mean, you are the director of the anti-hunger initiatives. So tell us about that. What okay. is, what does that mean?
2: So that position did not exist before I took the job. Um, we had, my husband and I had moved to Rome, Georgia, and I was looking for a job related to food. And I have uh, eight years food experience elsewhere And I said, okay, I'm just going to Google a job and see if it comes up in Rome, Georgia. So I used the Chamber's website, and the job was listed. It was part-time, a little bit different of a job title, and they wanted two years' experience. And my husband said, oh, you have this in the bag. You have seven or eight years' experience. Email them, and the job's yours. So I emailed something very cheesy, like, this is my dream job. I really want this, and interviewed, and we worked through some things, made that a full-time position, and changed some responsibilities. So that's how that came to be.
0: Okay, and and what specifically Anti-Hunger Initiative, what is the program about? What do you guys do? Just the big picture. Okay.
2: So we do after-school sites where we feed kids with the government program, CACFP, the Child and Adult Care Food Program. We do summer feeding and we do other grants, which change all the time. But we just got a senior hunger grant. So we have a senior hunger market that's running through Rome and Lindale. And um, we'll be starting summer feeding soon.
0: Okay. So you say summer feeding. What does that mean?
2: So when school's out, those kids still need food. And we'll be at a couple of sites this summer, starting June 6th.
0: Okay. So um, this this runs under the umbrella of the Y. But you are supported. How are you monetized? Federal and state monies, do donations,
2: donations, federal money and state money, and YUSA money as well.
0: Okay, we again we were talking what YUSA? What is that?
2: So that is what we call the big Y, um, the Y that's over all of the United States of America, and they get donations, they get different grants, and then we have to administer those grants.
0: So, so it, it, some of that trickles down to the local Y. But you all, yes. do you also have local? donations and support?
2: We do. Rome is very generous and very accommodating to the why and our mission.
0: Okay. What is, you mentioned your background. Uh, You had eight years in food. Where, where was that and what type of experience was that?
2: Yes. So I have a degree in dietetic science.
0: From, from where?
2: Missouri Southern State University. Okay. And so I'm originally from Missouri. We moved to Rome March 9th of 2020. So you can imagine, um, what happened after that? That
0: was right when the world <laughs> shut down because of the pandemic, right? Yes.
2: So we had a nice uh, pizza at Mellow Mushroom on St. Patty's Day, <laughs> and then everything closed. So um, I was in Head Start, and I did food programming there for almost eight years.
0: Well, what is Head Start?
2: So Head Start's a federal program. Um, every Head Start's different in each state, but we had 19 Head Starts over Missouri in four counties, and then we had also partnered with wide daycares in Missouri as well.
0: All right. So, what brought you to Rome? You you mentioned the job, but you just got recently got married. So, congratulations! Yes, got
2: married in October. My husband, um, we were deciding between McKinney, Texas, and Rome, Georgia, to move a machine into one of those towns for his job, and we had visited Rome several times. Fell in love with downtown. Loved staying here. Loved just the the vibe of the city. So, we decided to move to Rome.
0: And that's when you did the job search.
2: Yes, and and, and Google literally Googled it and found it on the chamber website.
0: And okay, so what like what have been some of the headaches or po- pleasant surprises with this new role?
2: Some of the headaches were getting this CACFP contract, the Child and Adult Care Food Program contract, all the paperwork and getting it approved. We had applied four times and were unsuccessful, so I had to apply the fifth time and jump through all these hoops: the training, pre operational visits, financial audits, all of those. So we are good to go. That was a, a huge undertaking and headache. And you have to do it in three months. So once you attend a training, the clock is ticking to, to get approved.
0: Okay. So take me through like on a daily basis. Um, How, how does food get in people's bellies?
2: Okay, (laughs) I'll kind of walk through each day. So Monday we have two markets, one in Lindale from 10 to 11 and that's our senior market. And so it's mobile. I literally load up food in the YMCA van, set up some tables And the seniors can shop for whatever they want by choice. Then I leave that market and we have consumer choice market, which Hardy has volunteered at. And that runs at restoration from 2 to 3 p.m. And that is at least 400 pounds of donated fresh produce that is put out on the tables. And then whatever other sundry items have either been donated or we've purchased with the grant.
0: Okay. And who is eligible?
2: Anybody. That's open to the public. And we have a texting platform that people can text to get all of these updates. So I can give the number. It is 855-433-4949. And if you just text that number and say, add me or opt in, it goes into an app on my phone and we can send out thousands of text messages instead of using my personal phone number to text everybody in Rome.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Isn't technology wonderful?
2: It is. And it's just so easy. I can type out the message and schedule when it sends and then the replies go to the app so I can message the person back as well.
0: Okay. So Michelle, what what were you guys involved in at Hardy? The-
1: so the Monday market that was open to the public, mm-hmm. we um, got there early and helped set out the food. And once you see the quantity of, I mean, the fresh produce was amazing, but then there's pallets and tables and jars and cans, just galore of non-perishable items. Um, Lindsay knows a lot of people by first name, knows their family, their um, history. And so just to watch just what an impact that makes to people, this is a necessity for a lot of them. I think the day that we went, there was furniture from
2: Yes, from O'Charlie's restaurant. Oh, Charlie's. So there was yes. chairs they were taking home to. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so we would walk through the neighborhood and help deliver chairs to people's um, houses.
0: As O'Charlie's went away. Yeah, yeah. they donated <laughs> their
1: chairs. Everything's been
2: repurposed. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: So is the food donated or do you purchase the food with the money that's donated?
2: Some of it is donated from Sam's Club, the produce, and the rest of it's bought through grant money.
0: Okay, so that's just another thing that you do under your job. You have to...
2: Yes, and we typically buy all of our food through Bagwell Food Pantry because it's just so much cheaper. Food's around 8 to $0.09 cents a pound versus what is at the store, which is <laughs> climb, climbing well, each
0: yeah, I was going to say, how's the inflation affecting you?
2: It has not affected the food banks at all. Um, corporations are still donating. They're still getting items in.
0: Well, that's good news. It is good news because um, it's affecting everybody else. My goodness, isn't it? Uh, so you were—I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay. What, what, what did it, what did it mean to see this in motion?
1: It was—I mean, it was just very eye-opening. Um, it's something like we—we d- we didn't have a good connection before. We didn't really know what the program was about. And you spend one day there, and you realize it really is essential to a lot of these families. Um, they show up promptly, sometimes early, um, and they share. They could go through three tables and really take whatever, but people are um, courteous and mindful of their neighbors and really get what they need.
0: Right. So, ha- what was the program like before you arrived? Or
2: before we we had just started the COVID thing, so it was more grab and go meals through the schools. So we were just giving kids those to go meals. And we really wanted to increase our impact in the community and get those fresh fruits and vegetables and proteins that were vital for them.
0: So you, so you still do stuff through school. Yes. And then you do the summer thing. Yes. And you do the Monday thing. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and am I leaving anything out? <laughs> I'm sure. I, I'm sure I am.
2: The Thanksgiving turkeys. Oh, uh, we gave out hams and turkeys for Thanksgiving. And um, I think what else we've done at the senior market. So we've just wrapped up the paperwork and the, the grants for that senior, it was area agency on aging that gave us that grant with $2,000. We were able to buy over 39,000 pounds of food. So wow. that hit Lindale and we were at the Charles Parker center all, from February until may handing out food on Wednesday.
0: Do you find yourself spending a lot of time trying to apply for grants? And is that a time consuming process
2: applying for grants and then administering those? So making sure we meet those metrics
0: Okay, this is obviously a labor of love for you. Where where did this, where did this come from, personally?
2: I just I love to serve. I run my other nonprofit um, as well, so I just love to help people, and I love the community.
0: What What is that other nonprofit?
2: It's called Newborns in Need of Rome. So it's a five hundred one c three, and we're in twenty five states. We have forty five chapters. So I had one in Missouri before I moved, and I had I took someone else took that over that worked at Head Start.
0: So you kind of have your, your, you're the local version of it, but what does it do?
2: So it helps any family in need. So formula, there's a huge formula shortage right now. Big time. Don't yeah. need to tell anybody about yeah, that. I saw that on <laughs> the um, news. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Diapers, wipes, um, clothing, anything that a child would need in their first year of life, car seats, so, baby equipment. So
0: this is something you do in your spare time on the yes. side
2: <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not busy moving food and doing all those things.
0: Okay. Um, Wow. What, do you have a, is there a perception issue with, um, I mentioned off the top of the show, I had no idea that the Y was involved in this. Um, is that a problem from a marketing standpoint, I guess, for lack of a better word? That- I
2: think most people associate the Y with what we call gym and swim. We have a swimming pool and we have the gym and not so much the food. But we've put 1.4 4 million pounds of food on the table in Rome in 2020 and 2021. Wait, how much? 1.4 million.
0: Wow, it's interesting that you you do it in pounds. Yeah, we
2: calculate every single thing. That helps with grants. So I could tell you pounds, meals. We've done fun to go activities. So when the children were at home during quarantine, they still had some kind of enrichment activity to do.
0: And just talk about if you could, please, like the personal satisfaction when it's, you do. Uh, you have to do the paperwork for the grants, and you have this headache and that headache. But when it comes time, and you're seeing people uh, receive the food, talk about that personally.
2: You can't even describe it. I mean, your heart is just full, and especially when they ask you for something and you're able to get that to them next week. So our community, laundry detergent's a huge need. Any kind of protein, they love fresh collard greens, onions, peppers, just things they can cook with. So when you're able to deliver that and then they hug you and embrace you, it's it's very fulfilling.
0: So like, how do you have any idea how many people or families are affected? You, we mentioned the pounds of food, but.
2: Usually, um Around sixty at our senior markets on Monday, and around eighty now at Monday market at Restoration Rome. And then we also the Y volunteers with the food bank, and we deliver to about sixty of our seniors and our people who have no transportation a month. So those sixty people get a fifty-pound box of food every month with Y volunteers.
0: Okay, are you the one who actually is ordering the food
2: at the food <laughs> at the food bank? Um, yeah. We just. Uh, provide the volunteers. Oh, I got you. I got gotcha, you. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Um,
2: and some of those are cancer navigator patients, and just people who have no way of getting out and about.
0: Well, and these are a lot of organizations that you guys deal with on a daily basis. Overlap, yeah. yeah. What, what is the program at Hardy called? The uh, Hardy, Hardy cares. Hardy helps. Hardy helps. Yes. Um, and so you guys do so much. Uh, talk about the origin of that and why you guys choose to do so much community service here in, in Rome, Floyd.
1: I think it was organic, just our agents and our team and property management. We just have a lot of people who care and who serve. And um, we kind of just took notice and we said, what if we made it something um, more official and something that Hardy could actually get behind and coordinate events? Because we have some people who are better at monetary donations, some people who are better at time and so Hardy Helps just allows Hardy agents to have an option. Um, we try to do two service projects um, a month. We pick a charity that month or an organization to sponsor. They come speak at our meetings. We learn about their initiatives. And then we'll either serve or donate. Um, and then still we have so many people on boards and just volunteer outside on their own. So it just it was organic. And Hardy Helps was just a way to kind of um, – group that and capture just how great our team is.
0: Well, they volunteer, but like how many volunteers do you need or normally help you or what What do you need?
2: Volunteers are always welcome. So we always say the why is volunteer-driven, staff-led. So there's usually a staff uh-huh. person. That's, that's clever. But volunteers <laughs> drive the mission. Um, we could not deliver to those seniors and those shut-ins without the volunteers. We could not do Monday Market without volunteers, summer feeding, any of those things. So we we like to empower our volunteers and get it well they're they're going to come back. We don't we would hate for someone to volunteer once and go, "Oh my gosh, this is not what I thought it was." So
0: like how many hardy people would have volunteered for the Monday?
2: Oh gosh, we probably had
1: I mean, we usually have 10 to like, 12, yeah, I'll say 8 to
2: 10 probably Yeah,
1: on a um service day and sometimes we do shifts just depending on the needs. So um, it's good for us if we can kind of break up, or some people probably went and helped set up, others stayed um, to actually help distribute.
0: Well, it's funny, and I guess in real estate, it's the fact that we probably have talked about this before just the quality of life in Rome helps everything. Um, and you got so, even on the nonprofit side, that attributes to quality of life, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and just understanding our community and our neighbors um, and how
2: we can all just work together.
0: Well, and that's kind of what attracted you to Rome was one of the many things. You came from Missouri, and your other choice was McKinney, Texas.
2: Yes, and McKinney is basically Dallas. It, it's traffic and the commuting. And we stayed in Rome, probably six times, I would say, in in a short period of time, two or three months, and we just loved it. So Rome was the obvious choice.
0: And uh, uh, you you said in Missouri, where did you grow up?
2: In Joplin, Missouri, which is West Missouri,
0: right? And that's like an hour away from where Brad Pitt grew up.
2: It is, yes. It's an hour away from Springfield, Missouri.
0: <laughs> did, you, did you ever cross paths with Brad?
2: No, unfortunately, no.
0: But you you said, you told me before the show, you were Team Jennifer Aniston.
2: Oh, yes, yeah. I'm a huge Friends fan, so yes, Team Aniston all the way.
0: Because <laughs> I, I said, can you imagine Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie going back to Springfield, Missouri for a family reunion when they were married, or him and Jennifer Aniston when they were married? And, uh, <laughs> you know, can you imagine? No. Yeah. <laughs> I have a tendency to digress. Uh, so, 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 what do you, what do you need from our community? What you need you need everything. You need food. You need dollars. You need people. What do you need?
2: Uh, yeah, all of the things. Um, <laughs> mostly volunteers. So, and the volunteers we play to your strengths. So, if you love kids, summer feeding or after school will be a great fit. If you like more of the heavy lifting and the organization, Monday market would be a perfect fit, or the home delivery
0: and what do volunteer what's the process to be a volunteer?
2: Just reach out to you? They can email me or they can text that number. The, uh, let's repeat it. <laughs> 855-433-4949. And that goes directly to me. So you're not texting my personal number, you're texting an app, but I'm the person over the app. So
0: um, How do you is is there a I have a business mind from a marketing perspective? Is there a way to get, get the brand more out there other than like this podcast? What else, what else do you do to kind of let people know what you're up to?
2: We, we use that, that app heavily called yeah. ClickSend. Um, we do send out flyers, but a lot of it is word of mouth. I mean, Monday Market, I crafted that and grew that myself. That was not something we had. I'd expressed an interest from the food bank of all this produce. I'm like, wow, I wish we could get some of that produce. And they said, go ahead, load some up. So it just started like that in its infancy. So it just started from I put produce out one day at Monday Market, a a time we usually would hand out meal bags to children, and it just grew and grew and grew.
0: And so uh, what else is on the horizon? I guess the summer program?
2: Summer program is our main focus, and we will start that June 6th, and it will go through July 28th. That's a Thursday.
0: And how does that work?
2: So that is free to any child, 0 to 18. So it it really is to take the place of – missing those school meals.
0: I mean, so where do they, how do they get the food? Where do they,
2: they'll be um, at restoration Rome, which is 1400 crane street. And we'll serve there from one to two fifteen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on Thursday, they'll get a backpack buddy, which will be meals for the weekend. And that Friday, and that's provided from the food bank, which is now Northwest Georgia hunger ministries. They've rebranded themselves. And then we'll also be at Dutch Garden Mobile Home Park, and that is mostly our Latino community that we serve there, and we'll be there Tuesday, Thursday, one thirty to 3.
0: So um, you, t- talk, you touched on it a little bit earlier. Talk about the synergy of your organization with some of the other organizations in town. We all kind of help each other.
2: We do. We work, <laughs> well, I mean, of course, at Hardy Realty, but we work with Habitat for Humanity. We work with Parks and Rec., we partner with very, a lot of people. Um, it just depends on what grant we have and what we need, and how we can best work together.
0: And Michelle, we were we were discussing this earlier, and I think I cut you off when you, you, if you could touch on kind of the personal aspect of seeing the people when they're receiving the food. It's it's uh, uh, I don't want to get all religious here and spiritual, but I had a minister say one time that um, great, you know, money's great, food's great, it nourishes bodies, but from a Christian perspective, the face-to-face, the eye contact that nourishes souls.
1: Yeah.
0: And if you could if you could, kind of talk about what it's like to be to be a volunteer and to see the work going on.
1: Um, I don't even know how you express it in words, really. Just families, generational kids just run up, and they're so excited, and they know what um, – Lindy has boxes, and some of them are pre-mixed, or they can bring a bag. Um, and the families just kind of – if there's a favorite snack, like – I think there was chip, there's bags of chips or cookies or something, um, just individual bags that most of the kids gravitated towards. Um, And you would see neighbors helping neighbors. Um, Lindsay has wagons, and so they um, can wheel their meals to their home if they're local or to their car. And not only are we volunteering, they're volunteering to help each other. Um, So there's really nothing, um, words are just hard for it, um, hard to put into context but it's something where um if you experience it the um the monetary funds and other um, donations just make a lot more sense
2: once you see the impact in person
0: yeah you this must be a very satisfying career
2: it is yes every every day is different but every day is rewarding
0: what does your husband do
2: he works this is a kind of a boring job, but he does research. <laughs> but, it, but it brought you to Rome. It did. <laughs> he does research and development for the flexible packaging industry. So he is in food, but a totally different way. So he does any kind of flexible packaging. Um, loves diapers is a big um, customer, smuckers, craft foods, those type of things.
0: And so that brought you to Rome. Yes. And you guys are just tickled pink to be here.
2: We love it. Yes.
0: <laughs> and... Um, any final thoughts, anything else that you want to make sure you get articulated? We're going to repeat that text number again. But have we, have we omitted anything or you want to make sure you get mentioned uh, other than what you need? Volunteers, donations, money.
2: I think that's it. We'd just like to thank all of our partners. We have um, the hospitals both sponsor the Y, Tyson, Summit Hill. So we'd just like to thank our, our big sponsors there too.
0: Um, and, of course, Hardy and other people who volunteer. Yes, of course. Um And what's the text number again?
2: It is 855-433-4949.
0: And any final thoughts from you, Michelle?
2: No, we just appreciate all y'all do. Um,
0: Thank you. Well, we appreciate you being here. And you've been listening to the Hardy Realty Show. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I'm Roger Manus. Thank you for listening.